Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us here at the Random Bush. What we have for you today is an extra, extra, extra special episode. It is just the sketches season two. All right, so what we have, it's a full collection of all the sketches from this last season, all rammed up into one. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Random Bush is proud to present a reading from the secret journals of David Wayne Dunlap. Tuesday, 11.41 a.m. Yesterday, I consumed 250 milliliters of fluid. However, only secreted 227 milliliters of fluid. Where are the remaining 23 milliliters of fluid? Note to self, how many milliliters do I sweat in an hour? I suspect Mother has something to do with this. As always, we thank you for joining us. This has been a reading from the secret journals of David Wayne Dunlap. Space. The greatest place a man can score. I'm gonna tell you a bunch of stories about some girls I met. There's this green chick from Araxis 6. She had four boobs. Took her back to my holodeck, and I did her. I also met this other red girl with three and a half boobs. Did her in the holodeck. That's what this whole show is about. Me doing girls. If you haven't watched it, oh, you're in for a treat. Boom! I did a bunch of alien chicks. I took them back to the holodeck. Made out with freaky girls. They gave me an HJ with their hands. Their six hands, they're all over my body. I dipped my naked bald head into some oil. I kissed them on the lips and other places you don't know. You are jealous how awesome I am. In my super awesome British accent, you suck. You're a jealous person that will never be as awesome as John Luke Picard. Suck it, French. Showtime, another day, another dollar. Check the horizon. Okay, it's go time. I'm the rooster. I'm the rooster. Just like Daddy showed you. Here we go. All right, that was a good one. Let's back it up with a little. Uh... Excuse me. 
Just what the what do you think you're doing? I don't know. I I'm a cockadoodle doing. I don't I don't know. I've been a long time admirer of your work. Every morning the cockadoodle do. It's impressive. And well, I I got to talking around the duck pond the other day, and I thought I don't know. Well, maybe I'd come out here and see if maybe I don't know. I I have what it takes. Well, to do what you do. Well, thank you. That's very kind of you to say. Well, this is a timing thing. I really must finish. Oh, yeah? Oh, I'm sorry. Please, don't let me interrupt you. (laughs) You stop it? I don't go over to the duck pond and knock the bread out of your bill, do I? What is your problem? Easy, buddy. It looks like a lot of fun, and I thought maybe it was time for someone else to take a turn. There is no turn. I'm the rooster. This is my perch. This is my daddy's perch, and his daddy's before him. I'll die before I see wet feet on my perch. Don't start with that bullshit, man. Birds of a feather, you know we gotta look out for each other out here. And that web feet curved beak argument was pathetic when your grandfather spit it out of his bigoted beak. How dare you talk about my grandfather? He was twice the bird you ever were. Hey, hey! Rooster! Duck! What's going on here? Don't get in the middle of this horse. This rooster's had it coming for a long time. Right here, baby. Just give me a reason. You never hear about back alley duck fighting, bitch. Feather will fly quacker. Chief! Cow! Help me out here! Hold him back! Rooster! What's going on here, pal? This isn't like you. It's that damn duck! He's been getting in my comb for weeks. I hear the whispers around the barnyard. What whispers? Those ducks have had their eyes set on my perch for years. Come on, rooster. Let your feathers down and you're all worked up here. Look, it's your old buddy horse. I'm on your side. I'm on everybody's side. I just want a happy barnyard. What's going on here, pal? I'll tell you what's going on. For years the roosters have had a stranglehold on the cockadoodle-doo. And I'm not alone when I say it's time for some of the other farm animals to get a chance. A chance? You can't even do it right. Maybe I haven't had as much practice as some, but... But how good are you at swimming, huh? Why don't we head over to the pond and see how much of a big talker you are then? This is ridiculous. I'm not going to the pond. Oh, now you're too good for the pond. I rather enjoy the pond. Not now, cow. But I do like the pond. Come on, duck. Calm down. No one's going over to the pond. Let's just all take it easy here. Of course we're not going over to the pond, sheep. It's a metaphor. Okay, okay, just relax. We'll get to the bottom of this. What's a metaphor? Not now, cow. Well, if you ask me... Nobody asked you, Goose. Look, let's not do this right now, okay? My hooves are a little full with all this. Great! Now you've got Goose all upset. Guys... It seems to me that the problem here is that Duck wants to cock-a-doodle-doo in the morning. Yet, Rooster is currently occupying all the available spots. What's the fucking argument here? I'm the Rooster. I do the cock a doodle here. It's called traditionalism. Now, Rooster, you know full well that this is an equal opportunity barnyard. We will not let traditionalism stand in the way of progress. Progress? Are you fucking kidding me right now? Language, Rooster! Seriously, bro, watch your beak. Look, 
How about we find a middle road that can make all parties happy? Rooster can continue to crow in the mornings, though one day a week, Duck will get to do it. After a few go-arounds, we will revisit the issue. One day a week? Small steps equal big gains. This is a win. Take what you can get, bro. If Duck gets a day, I'd like to have a day. Cow, please don't pile in on this. I'm just saying, fair is fair. Not now, cow. It's always not now, cow. Not now, cow. But when? When is cow's time? This is ridiculous. Are you actually even hearing yourself right now? We're going to be laughing stock of all over the barnyards. He can't even make the cock-a-doodle-doo sound. Oh, yeah? Then what's this? <laughs> More back of the throat. No, like this. <laughs> Let me try. <laughs> I want to get down on this. Great. This is just great. I walk in to start my day, and do I see my good little employees working hard? No. They're lousing about. Do you people think this is happy hour at the social club? No wonder our numbers are in the toilet. They're in the bottom brackets this quarter. I got a crack staff of lazy, good-for-nothing bottom feeders. That's right. Any of you ever even taken time to take a view at the recent polling numbers? No. Why would you do that? It's just your job. Your livelihood. Some of us actually care if they're still employed next week. You sure as hell will care next Friday when you don't have a paycheck to take home. I can't believe I have to constantly deal with such ineptitude. I am surrounded by idiots. Oh. 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 Thank goodness. Woo. Oh. Thank goodness. Hey, everyone. I I'm real sorry. I don't know what got into me. Listen, I, I didn't mean any of that stuff I said before. It's important to me that you understand. I know you're one of the best teams in this district. That's why I handpicked each and every one of you. And sure, the numbers are down. That's a natural anticipated factor of the company's recent transition. We're on track, and things will be better next quarter. Keep up the great work, everyone. Oh, here you are, John. I've been looking everywhere for you. This beach house is just so big. Oh, uh, no, uh, sorry. This is Dave. Oh, my goodness, Dave. This is so embarrassing. Sorry to burst in on you. Oh, that's okay. Honest mistake, Mrs. Elton. Dave. Please, enough with this Mrs. Elton stuff. I told you it's Maria. Now that you are a partner of John's firm, I imagine we'll be seeing a lot more of each other. And I'm afraid Mrs. Elton is not going to cut it with me. Sorry, Maria. 
This is all very new to me at all. Well, get used to it. The way John brags about your accomplishments at home, I imagine there will be many more weekends here at the company beach house. Well, I should let you get back to it. Thanks, Maria. You haven't seen John around here, have you? He's not in here. I, I believe he said something about going for a run. <laughs> well, typical John. Have you seen Olivia anywhere? Well, actually, she's in here. All right. Good thinking. We have to make every effort to conserve water nowadays. All right, then. Well, I should let you get back to it. Thanks, Maria. That was a little weird. She never leaves. Make some room, guys. I'm coming in. Maria? Now, Dave, really, I told you. Please call me Maria. Maria, I, I, I don't think this is appropriate. Oh, pish posh. It's a platonic shower. Water conservation truly is an important issue. I don't think Mr. Elt, I mean John, is going to like this very much. Olivia, dear, can you soap up my back? Dave, really, you can't hog up all of the hot water. Sir, this is not what it looks like. I can explain. It looks like a platonic shower to me. What needs to be explained? No, nothing. That's exactly what it is. Right? Just a everyday, totally platonic shower. Well, move over, will ya? I just got back from a run and I'm covered in sweat. Yes, sir. Hand me the soap. You know, Dave, I'm as proud to have you at my side in the courtroom as I am to have you by my side cleaning yourself in my shower. Thank you, sir. Hey, get my back, will ya? Ah. Thanks. Dave, it's good to see you. Uncle Frank! Hey, there he is. Hey, good to see you. Did you have any trouble finding the place? No, I, I took a lift. But, you know, I've driven by this place a few times during the move. Good, good. How are you two settling in up there? We're good. Hey, Marty, give my nephew a beer on my tab. Thanks, Uncle Frank. Oh, the house is a fixer-upper. But that that's the way we wanted it. Betsy has it in her head she's going to be an interior decorator. I'm just hoping I can get the major things done before the baby comes this fall. Thanks for inviting me out. Once you've been married as long as I have, you'll take any excuse to get out. Even just for a little bit. It's good to have you back in town. All grown up with a new house and a pretty little wife. Pregnant to boot. You're doing alright, kid. If your old man was here, God rest his soul, he'd be real proud of you. I know I am. Thanks, Uncle Frank. That, that means a lot. Here's your beer, Dave. Thank you. Marty, it's good to see you. Is this your place now? Nah, just running at night. You back in town? Yeah, you know, my wife and I just bought the old Winston place, up on the hill. Oh yeah, I know, it's a nice place, man. Hey, I want to catch up, but I'm starting to get busy. Hey, I'm living here again. We'll have plenty of time to catch up. Tell me about this house. What kind of fixer-upper stuff are we talking about here? Mostly superficial stuff. Betsy has this whole theme designed for the kitchen and the bathrooms. But primarily, I just got to replace a stairwell, a few boards in the back porch, and some roof shingling. Oh, and uh, what is it? There's a, there's a switch in the guest room that shorts. Could be a fire hazard. You know, I figure I'll hit them one weekend at a time. That's my boy. If you need any help, I'm a phone call away. It's all pretty straightforward stuff. I should be able to handle it. Besides, you're a big shot busy with your TV show. Oh yeah, big shot, okay. It's a public access show, and you'd best keep in mind your old Uncle Frank is retired now. 
so I need to keep busy. At least that's what the doctor says. It's a pretty old house. I can't recall the Winstons having children. You may have to update the monster proofing. Yeah, sure, but if I did that, how would Santa get in at Christmas, huh? Uncle Frank, are, are you okay? Are you telling me you have a baby on the way and you haven't even checked your new house for proficient monster proofing? I, I don't... What, what do you... I mean, there's a burglar alarm. I, I haven't tested it, but the realtor said that... I'm not uh, talking about robbers, David. Have you monster proofed the house? Are you serious right now? Are you serious? The only thing more tempting to monsters other than unsupervised children are pregnant women left alone in a big house. And you haven't even monster proofed yet? You should have done it before you ever moved in. My tools are in the truck. Let's go. Hey, Marty, I gotta cash out. Leaving already? Dave just got I here. just found out Dave hasn't monster-proofed his house yet. Dave, what are you thinking, man? Monsters are ruthless. Go, go, pay me later. I know you're good for what, it. What is this? Are, I mean, are you guys messing with me or something? Get in the truck, Dave. Uncle Frank, are you serious right now? Monsters? How long have you known that Santa Claus isn't real? Since I was about 12? And you still don't know that monsters are real? What are you talking about? Uncle Frank, when I was a kid and Dad had just died, I was going through a hard time. I kept waking up every night scared of monsters and you told me they weren't real. Sad children are like candy to monsters. I can't believe I had to explain this to an adult. Monsters can't be perceived by a child if the child doesn't believe in monsters. It's known as the reverse tooth fairy. I only told you that so you wouldn't believe in them and, and then they would leave you alone. Which is exactly what happened. Are you kidding me? Those monsters I saw as a kid are real? It's all a part of parenthood. Well, you know, you not knowing this is kind of my fault now that I think of it. The old man wasn't around to tell you himself. And I figured you'd figure it out from living in the world. I'm sorry I dropped the ball on this one. Listen up. Monsters are very real. But no need to worry, monsters have no interest in adults. So by the time we grow and realize that the monsters are real, by then we're adults and it doesn't really matter anymore. Well, why should we stand for this as Americans? Why don't we just wipe them out? Well, firstly, they pay taxes. Oh yeah, 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 they're registered and everything. Listen, humanity's always lived beside monsters, all throughout history. I'm sure we could wipe them out, but if we did, then who would guard the gates of the underworld? The Underworld? Yeah, that's where the real nasties are. But the monsters serve a purpose, and we've always just learned how to live with them among us. Well, wait, if, if they're not interested in adults, why are we racing to save Betsy? Betsy's pregnant, Dave. She has a baby growing inside of her. Monsters are not very bright, and they become confused easily, and they mostly hunt by scent. Oh, we're almost there. Lay back, stretch your arms and your legs out. Lay them down, they are heavy and comfortable. Heavy, heavy, heavy and comfortable. You are relaxed. Feel all of the tension, negativity, and problems of the day flow down your arms and legs and out of your fingers and toes. Problems at work flow out and gone. Money concerns flow out and gone. Problems with your over-demanding mother, out and gone. And they're back again. Relax, relax, 
legs, relax, and your bitter passive-aggressive mother is gone. Your head is heavier, heavier, heavier. More relaxed, more relaxed, more relaxed. You are completely at peace. No thoughts of the voicemail messages from that bitch that will await you first thing in the morning. Each more and more venomous and critical. Venomous, critical, venomous, critical, venomous, critical. You are relaxed. You're relaxed. You know it doesn't take much to puncture a brake line. It could look like normal wear and tear if you do it right. Do it right. Do it right. Do it. And you are relaxed. It would be easy enough to find the schematics for her car on the internet. Please leave your message. Dad, hey, it's Gary. Thank you for that relaxation CD. It's been really helpful. Hello, sir. I'm the dentist. Please tell me what seems to be the... Holy crap! What? You're lying. Excuse me? I'm sorry, I just... I, I didn't expect a lion? I have no idea what you're talking about. Listen, doctor, I have a horrible pain in my back tooth. If you could just take a look, please. I'm not falling for that. Falling for what? You're a lion. If I stick my head in your mouth, you're going to bite my head. How dare you? I'd never. Ma'am, I do not appreciate the assertion that I am a lion. Ma'am, I, I assure you, I am a man. I put on my best suit to come down here today. I'm in terrible pain. Please, stick your head in my mouth. You're hardly wearing that suit. How did you even stuff yourself into that? It's not even shaped for your body. I may have lost some weight since the last time I wore this, but I can promise you that I am a man, and I need you to look at my teeth. The very back tooth. Then what's all that there? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Your mane. My beard? I guess it's a little unkempt, but that's hardly any reason to think that I am a lion. Doctor, please, would you just check my charts? It says here that your name is Mr. Lion. L-Y-O-N. Are you kidding me? I'm not falling for this. Fine, fine. You got me. I'm a lion. I went to all this trouble to stuff myself into this ridiculous looking suit. I combed my mane. I walked in here on two legs. I made an appointment. I even have insurance, doctor. I didn't do all this for me. I did this for you. What does a lion have to do to get a professional to look at his teeth? Listen, I'm just a lion with a bad tooth saying, help me out, please. From one living thing to another, please stick your head in my mouth. You almost had me there. I'm not falling for it. Hey, come on. I am in real pain here. Are you a dentist or not? Hold on, buddy. I'm one of the best dentists you'll ever meet. Oh, yeah? I don't think so. This has been fun and all, 
but I really have a serious problem. I need to go find a real dentist. All right, all right, just lay back. If you need a professional, then you need the best. Open up. Oh, okay, I can see. Hey, you're a tricky one, aren't you? I almost fell for it. Good job. Hope you're proud of yourself, Mr. Lane. You know what? Get out of my office. I have real clients to get to. Okay, fine. But don't go saying I didn't at least try to make this quick for you. What? Oh, no! In 1847, archaeologists Dr. Arnold Answalter and his partner Dr. Philip Turing III uncovered a curious stack of stone tablets, carbon dated to the Paleolithic period. Curious because of the strange, undecipherable language scratched into the surface of each tablet. For the better part of the previous two centuries, linguists and codebreakers alike have struggled to reveal what this most ancient language is communicating to us. And now, Thanks to recent advancements in computer technology, a basic translation has been retrieved. Based on the content of the initial translated passages, the tablets appear to be the notebook of humanity's first philosopher, referred to in the text only as Ugg. And now, I'm very proud to present a reading from the philosophy of Ugg. Fire hot! Fire hurt hands! Do you suffer from having humorless, dry, boring conversations with the ones you love? Are you misunderstood because of your enjoyment of potty humor? Do you often find yourself giggling at words like cockpit, angina, and kumquat? Well, now there's help. Ask your doctor about Random Bush. Random Bush is a podcast on the interwebs, fresh and brand new every Tuesday, with a booster of wild tangents every Thursday. Now you too have the freedom to laugh at your heart's content. Ask your doctor if Random Bush is right for you. Random Bush is a non-cosmetic, non-invasive procedure, not an actual drug. Side effects may include nausea, vomiting, gastrointestinal issues, diarrhea, drainage, crusting or oozing of the eyes or eyelids, changes in the shape or location of body fat, swollen, black, or hairy tongue, sores or swelling in your rectal or genital area, large breasts in males, large breasts in females, large breasts in the elderly, large breasts in woodland creatures, no fear of danger, crying for an hour or so, crippling fear of danger. Coma, having to pee non-stop, extreme rectal discharge, angry or screaming balls, punching of babies, hallucinations including that of velociraptors, zippers, or lava lamps, communicating with Lucifer, Satan, or Littlehorn, intestinal boondoggle, enjoying quiche. And of course, stitches in your side from laughing so hard. Ask your doctor today if random bush is right for you. Are you ready to be you? The most random bush you call now. Operators are standing by. Hey, 
Hey guys, well, you know what? We've come to the end of a great episode of Just the Sketches by Random Bush. And if you like this episode, I suggest you go pick up your phone, call your mom, tell her about it. You need to be calling your mom anyways. You need to talk to her anyways. Seriously, like, call your mamas, you know what I mean? All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you next week.